Hello, this is Libby's Views. We meet on the air. It's nice to be here again. Today we are going to listen to chapter 11, Rain Dance. There were fine sunsets, even in the square. Sometimes one would see parts of them, however, between the chinis and the over the loaves. From the kitchen windows, one could not see them at all, and could only guess that they were going on because the bricks looked warm and the air rusty or yellow for a while. Or perhaps one saw a blazing glow strike a particular pane of glass somewhere. There was, however, one place from which one could see all the splendor of them. The piles of red or gold clouds in the west, all the purple ones act with dazzling brightness, all the little frizzy, frothing ones tinged with rose color and looking like flies of pink doves scurrying across blue in a great hurry. If there was a wind, the place where one could see all this, and seem at the same time to breathe a pure air was, of course, the attic window, when the square suddenly seemed to begin to glow in an enchanted way, and look wonderful in spite of its sooty trees and railings. Sarah knew something was going on in the sky, and when it was at all possible to leave the kitchen without being missed or called back, she invariably stole away and crept up the flights of stairs and climbing on the old table, got her head and body as far out of the window as possible. When she had accomplished this, she always drew a long breath and looking all round her. It used to seem as if she had all the sky and the world to herself. No one else ever looked out of the other attics. Generally, the skylights were closed, but even if they were propped open to admit air, no one seemed to come near them. And Leo Sarah would stand, sometimes turning her face upward to the blue, which seemed so friendly and near, just like lovely vaulted ceiling, sometimes watching the west and all the wonderful things that happened there. The clouds melting or drifting or waiting softly to be changed pink or crimson or snow white or purple or pale dove gray. Sometimes they met islands or great mountains enclosing lakes of deep turquoise blue or liquid amber or crimson press green. Sometimes dark headlands jutted into strange, lost seas. Sometimes slender strips of wonderful lands joined other wonderful lands together. There were places where it seemed that one could run or climb or stand and wait to see what next was coming until, perhaps, as it all melted, one could flood away. At least, it seemed so to Sarah and nothing had ever been quite so beautiful to her as the things she saw as she stood on the table, 
her body half out of the skylight, the sparrows twittering with some sad softness on the slates. The sparrows always seemed to her to twitter with a sort of subdued softness, just when these marvels were going on. Okay, Sarah lives at this moment. She describes every detailed information. We live at this moment. We cannot go back to the past or go further to the future. We practice to observe ourselves. We see thoughts coming and going. We are not our thoughts. Even we feel unhappy, and we just censor the unhappy moment. Then we accept it, and we let it go. We don't judge because those change one and a second. This is for today's listening. Hope you enjoyed. See you, and thank you.